Women Taking the Lead, Episode 170. That's what I really love about the Conscious Millionaire people that come in is that they all all have this like-mindedness of, I want to make a lot of money, but I want to make a lot of money in a way that really matters. It's not just the money, it's it's the meaning part that is equally important for people. And I think that's when you get actually your biggest fulfillment out of what you're doing, is that at the end of the day, you said, I help David, and I help Sally, and I help Judy, and their lives and their businesses are different because of how I help them. Hello, my name is Jody Flynn and welcome to Women Taking the Lead, where we are all about creating blasts of inspiration to help you overcome self-doubt so you can lead with confidence, integrity, and a sense of humor. Head over to womentakingthelead.com to join the community and get the resources to support you on your leadership journey. Now, your future awaits, so let's get started. Every child wants to be the hero of their own story. At JulesCustomBooks.com, your child plays the central role in every book, bringing joy and delight when they hear their name and those of their family and friends. Visit JulesCustomBooks.com to make your child the star of the show. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Women Taking the Lead. I'm excited to be bringing you the male perspective today. This podcast isn't just about women helping women. It's my philosophy that it's going to take both genders working together to see more women stepping up as leaders, and we can gain a lot of insights from men. So I interview men who work with women around their leadership development. And as our guest today, we have J.V. Crumb III, who helps establish business owners and coaches build companies that make a big impact and big profits. He is the founder CEO of ConsciousMillionaire.com that provides training, coaching, and masterminds through its First Million Academy. JV is a speaker, coach, Huffington Post columnist, and number one best-selling author of Conscious Millionaire, Grow Your Business by Making a Difference. He hosts the top-ranked Conscious Millionaire show and podcast and holds an MBA, JD, and master's in psychology. JV has built and sold successful companies and is featured in the upcoming movie, Rise Up. JV, it is an honor to have you here today. Thank you so much for taking the time to come on the show. I know you're in between a lot of big things going on in your business. So if you could tell us a little bit more about you so everyone has a good sense of who they're listening to right now. Sure. Absolutely, Jody. And first, I just want to say hello to everybody who's listening because um, I love doing podcasting. So does Jody. And really, it's you, the listeners, is the whole reason that I showed up. Jody and I could have just had a conversation. So I just want to welcome you and, and say I, I'm really going to be focused on giving you a lot of value, a lot of nuggets that are going to help you in your leadership, in your business, in your life to really grow and expand who you are and get your message out into the world. Because that's what I think we're all here on the planet to do. Excellent. And to start us off with JV, could you tell us a story about a woman who's impacted you as a leader? I always love to have my men start off with this question so that the women who are listening really understand that like you are genuinely here to help and you see women as a resource. Well, actually, a lot of my mentors have been women and women who've uh, been uh, you know, really top in their area and their field. So I've sought them out and, and gotten a lot of great mentorship. So there are many people I could mention. I'm going to mention Marianne Reese because we've known each other since the late uh, 80s, uh, which is a long time, you know, when you've known each other that long. And she and her husband, Ed, were my 
NLP, Neuro Linguistic Program trainers. Uh, they worked originally with Bandler, helped co-create a lot of NLP. And I worked directly with them. And then they would, you know, tell me who to go get some special programs from uh, for nine years. Uh, they lived in the same area that I did in Tampa. And uh, what was really amazing for them, for me, was how she was such a profound leader and how she impacted so many people's lives because she would literally uh, kind of take us, you know, who really, really wanted to learn under her ring and just kind of mother us. So she was in a way partly a mother figure in the sense that she was there to nurture me and make sure that I got what I needed and help me design where I wanted to go with my life and my business in the sense of using NLP. So she had a profound, in fact, uh, in fact, I just spoke with her two days ago because we've really become great friends. So she's had a, a, a profound impact on my life. Mm, that's amazing. It's always, you know, whether it's a woman or a man. I mean, I, I do enjoy hearing stories about women who act as mentors and guides because I don't think we we see enough of them or hear enough of them out in the world. But whether it's a woman or a man, it, it is so important when we're learning to have that person who believes in us, sees, you know, the talent and the skill, sees our potential and helps to bring that out. Because as as apprentices, as novices, we, we, we're sometimes stumbling and we don't know what what we're doing and everything's a little confusing, but to have that person, you know, guide us and say, you're really good at this or focus your attention over here. It really just supercharges what we're able to accomplish in, in a shorter amount of time. Yeah. Uh, well, absolutely. And especially with something as powerful as neuro-linguistic programming to have, uh, Marianne at my core teaching me and then bringing in, they brought in a lot of the major trainers, you know, so I was working with Bandler, I was working with Tad James, I was working with Wyatt Woodsmall, you know, some of the people that were really the original big people in NLP, and she orchestrated all of that. Mm, what an opportunity. I can't even imagine how, how blessed you must have felt during that experience. Well, I did, uh, especially because I had a master's in clinical psych, and here I was building a regional trucking line, uh, so you wouldn't naturally put the two together. But there was a very strong business angle that went along with uh, NLP, the way she taught it to me. So I was able to take it in and use it with my teams and use it uh, in building the business and working with clients. And and I use it throughout my business today because I learned powerful rapport building skills. And she would really work with me to get those those uh, nuances and the fine, fine parts of it. Uh, she, she had an, a very keen ability to listen to multiple tracks of conversations at the same time. And she would then give great feedback uh, at a very deep level that allowed me to improve my skills. That is amazing. And, you know, JV, I know when I ask this next question, a lot of people say, well, a lot of these things are common in women and men. And it is absolutely true. You know, we're, we're human beings, you know, we're, you know, women and, and men, I don't know the exact percentage, but we have more in common than we have different. But I'm curious if you ever see trends in the women that you're leading and mentoring and who are part of your communities, trends in what holds them back. So if you were to say that there were any trends that impact the women more than the men, what would you say those were? Well, we've done massive surveying at Conscious Millionaires. So we know that right now the balance is about 55 women, 45% men. So it's almost a 50-50 split. So I deal with a lot of men and a lot of women. 
and I coach men and women, what I've noticed is oftentimes the difference. Here's number one is that women really get that intuitive, compassionate, connecting piece. It's very natural to women. I mean, to, to talk to women about having a mastermind, that's kind of how they wake up in the morning because they're going to call their girlfriends and talk about stuff in personal or business. Uh, guys don't naturally do that. So that's not holding them back. But what oftentimes holds women back is they're very strong in that piece, but our brains are wired differently. You know, when uh, John Gray, who's been on my show numerous times, you know, talks about men are from Mars and women are from Venus. Well, there's some aspects of that. So women get this compassion, mothering, uh, connecting, conversational piece, but they may not be as strong a lot of times on the strategic pieces, the what step goes in front of what step goes in what step and what step. And sometimes that holds them back. But I think there's something bigger that holds women back. And and it'll sound a little strange, uh, perhaps, to say this. But if we look at the family, the natural fa family dynamic, not the family dynamic that's evolved in the last 20, 30 years where everybody goes to work and somehow we're going to figure it all out. Women are just naturally more nurturing. It's just, uh, you know, true. And so they're the ones... Because I deal with so many women who are building a business, but they're also mothers. It's very different for a, for a man to be a father and to be working because the father role isn't the same nurturing role naturally. And, and it makes sense because the baby comes out of the woman. And so the woman was connected to this baby with the umbilical cord. So when they go out and they have and they're building a business or building a coaching practice is the two groups that I work with, they're juggling more pieces than a man typically is. And so when we say, does that hold them back? In some ways it does because it's harder. I think that the woman's journey, uh, my personal joke is I agreed to come back, but I had to be a guy because I couldn't put up with all the things a woman has to do. I've got five <laughs> minutes in the morning, folks. <laughs> And you either like the way I look or you do not like the way I look, but here I am. And I think that the woman's journey is, uh, in that regard, more difficult. Uh, and I've always said that I think it's more difficult. However, there's a flip side to that coin. When, when I went to law school, uh, my graduating class was 52% men, 48% women. So it was almost 50-50. Now it's more women than men are in law school, actually. At that point in time, it was the mid 80s. Women only had men to emulate. And, and if, you're, if you have a memory that goes back to then, women were running around with these suits with, with literally little bow ties at the top. And they only had men in law firms and men in business for the most part to emulate as leaders. So they were emulating male energy. And at the same time, because that was kind of the rules of the game, they were de-emphasizing their female energy and their female skills. Today, I say that a woman, when she really does it, what I, what I think of as right, when she really brings her womanhood forward, her feminine aspects forward, and brings the strategic with this compassionate heart, this ability to really connect and communicate with other people, I think that women will be the best leaders in the next generation, the next period of time is what I mean, because they're beginning to emphasize their natural strengths. 
And I think that was happening because I spent a lot of time in Europe. Europe was ahead of us. European women in, in the 90s, when I was in Europe, seemed to own their feminine energy naturally in the, in the workplace and in life. And I think it's taken a little bit longer in the United States for women to begin to do that because we just didn't have the models. You know, JV, I'm so appreciative for you for saying several things. Um, I think you're the first one who openly acknowledged that women have this like energetic umbilical cord that ties them to the household <laughs> and to the children, even while they're in the workforce or starting their businesses that they, they, uh, they almost carry around this like heavy weight with them. You know, like I, I, you know, I want my business to be more successful or I want to make greater strides in my profession. However, if I do that, it's going to take away time from my family. And they're constantly, you know, having that mental battle with themselves, which I, I, I think you're right. It does hold them back because they invest a lot of energy in that. Whereas, Well, they're um, balancing more pieces. And I think it's one of the reasons, if you look at the statistics, uh, and, and I'll have these within a point or two, uh, there's two to three times more men who make it through the 100,000 of ceiling in small business than there are women. And I think it's because women are balancing more things. And as a result they choose different priorities. So there's still a lot of women that I work with are single mothers, you know, and that's a very common situation. When you're a single mother, it's different being a single mother than a single father. You know, it just is because the woman still is the primary person typically who's taking care of uh, the children. And yet she's building a business. Those are two major endeavors at the same time. Absolutely. Absolutely. I've seen it in my sisters. And, you know, even in my male counterparts, they'll talk about how their wives have a much harder time separating, you know, from the children. And they worry about more things than the men do, whereas the men are able to com compartmentalize, I guess, like, okay, I'm with my children. So I'm going to give them all of my attention. Now I'm working on my business, I'm going to give them all my attention. Whereas I like how you describe it, women are balancing more all at the same time, they're in their business, but they're still balancing right. everything else that's going on. And it does take up some of their bandwidth. And it's part of their strength too. let's not take that away from them. I love how you underscored that as well. Because they're able to do that, they tend to be more in tuned with relationships as they are building a business. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. And when they bring that forward, uh, you know, guys have to work at that. We, we have this testosterone energy in us, uh, just like women have certain hormones in them. And that testosterone energy really drives us at that level to be number one. And that puts us in a competitive battling position with other guys. And which is really interesting and, and in in the world that I live, conscious millionaire and the, and the conscious uh, movement is that we have to evolve above that. And yet it's still part of our nature and we have to deal with that piece. Women aren't dealing with that same piece in, in the same way. And it allows them to communicate a little bit more freely and openly with one another. Yeah. And, you know, and I, I've heard more and more men talk about how they, they would like that in their lives. They would like to be able to communicate more regularly and openly with other men too about their own experiences. And I think that is starting to come about in this conscious movement as well is it's, it's okay to have emotion. It's okay to have feelings and it's okay to talk about it. And men are craving that as well. Right. Well, absolutely. 
Yeah, they are. Uh, and that for me is that I've always been pretty connected to my feelings, but I've been on maybe a different journey. And that's why I, you know, founded Conscious Millionaire rather than yeah. somebody else is that I've been on that journey, you know, my whole life. I've been on a personal development, spiritual development journey, and that informs the work that I do and how I approach uh, business. It, I think it's a good bit different than a lot of guys. However, most of the guys I hang out with, they, uh, they too are very focused on their development. So I think that that's part of the men's movement that's coming up. But in terms of the women's movement, I think that what's great is that they naturally have those skills. And when they let them shine, I think that's when women perform and achieve at their highest levels. Mm. And JV, what have you learned from the women you've been mentoring? Well, what I've learned is what you know, loving hearts they have because I love coaching women because the piece that's really clear for them is that they want to uplift other people. They want to take the world to a new level. And there's this just loving part to their heart that comes into their business. And I encourage that uh, because Conscious Mooner is all about making a positive impact with your business and creating high profits, bringing the two together. I think that's what's very unique about everything that we do at Conscious Millionaire is that, is that both are, are basically equally, equally important and intertwined. And women really have a strong connection to that part of their heart. Oh, Divi. Okay. I love this too. I'm, I'm loving everything you're saying, by the way, <laughs> because I just recently had a conversation with a friend who's also a business owner. And we were talking about how in our society, there, there's this discomfort with saying, I love you, because we, we have this notion that if we say, I love you to somebody who's not a family member, that it's misconstrued. That it's meant in a romantic way. Right. And love is is not just romantic. And I really, I get blown away by the women and the men leaders, the male leaders, who, who can openly express love for the people that they're working with, they're working for. Uh, and I think that's so important, Jody, because uh, I frequently uh, talk about love as being a part of your business model, that you really want to genuinely love your clients. Uh, genuinely love the other stakeholders, the people who are involved in your business, uh, people who are working with and for you in your business, that I think love is a very legitimate business conversation to have today. Yeah. And it's, you know, and if you do come from a place of love, I think people listen more. They hear what you're trying to say because everything you do comes from that intention so that you don't have to think hard about what you're going to say and how you're going to say it. Like it, when it comes from that place, people can receive it because it's warm and it's genuine. And I think it, it creates greater impact when we're in touch with that feeling because it's why we want to serve other people. Right. Absolutely. And, and why we want to uplift them, why we want to help them transform and go to another level. And that, I think, is uh, if you look at business models, when you're transforming people and then teaching them about mastery, that is the highest level of value that you can give a client. And therefore, it will bring you the highest level of prosperity financially because that type of transformation is worth more. It has more value and therefore you can charge more because your client is literally getting more from you. Mm -hmm. 
<laughs> I love, and that's a whole nother conversation you and I need to have about women. Maybe we'll bring you back <laughs> for another interview to talk about that. We could do the transformational interview. <laughs> I love that. Uh, and JV, you know, what, what changes do you see are necessary? And I know you're doing this in your business too. Like the changes that will just pave the way for more women to step up as leaders. Well, you know, it kind of touches on what we started on, Jody, in that women need to embrace all of that left brain part that's in them, the strategic part, the part about looking at your metrics. Uh, because I do have women that I coach and they go, oh, I don't, I don't want to deal with any of that. And I'm going, yeah, yes, but you don't have an option. Because if you don't know what's going on with your money and you don't know your conversion rates and you're not looking at that literally on a daily basis – uh, you're going to have a hard time making good decisions about your business. So whether someone decides, yes, I'm going to embrace it and do it myself, or I'm going to have somebody who looks at that with me, maybe on a weekly basis, that could be a coach who could look at that with them, uh, an accountant could look at that with them, but they need to really accept that that's not an option. It's a must. You have to be looking at that piece of your business. Yes. We all have male, the male and the female aspects within us. It's just there's one side that we tend to prefer and lean into, and it's a strength. But you're right. You do have to get comfortable. Even if you're going to outsource um, some of those things in your business, you still have to know enough about them that you're able to hold that person accountable or have conversations with that person who's doing that work for you. So getting comfortable with being strategic, with looking at the numbers and getting feedback. I tell people all the time, I love looking at the numbers. I thrive off of feedback, but I know I'm very uncommon <laughs> as a woman who, who loves to look at numbers and charts and graphs and, and see how I'm doing. Because for me, it means I can pivot. If something's not working, I can make a change or move away from it. And if something is working, I I can double down on it and go from there. But without that information, I'm just throwing spaghetti at the wall. Well, that's a great analogy. It, it, it is kind of like spaghetti because it's all tangled up. Yes. Right? And, and you're <laughs> yes. like, going, wait, where's the end of this piece of the spaghetti? How does it connect to the other part? Because my specialty is building the systems for businesses, is that helping uh, entrepreneurs, business owners, coaches look at the systems and the strategic part, bringing those two together, because actually that's going to account for 80 to 90% of the money you make is how well you've systemized and created great strategies uh, to move your business forward. And that's the difference because at the First Million Academy, what we do is we take entrepreneurs, business owners, coaches who have established their business. They have some revenue coming in. They have a basic business model, but they have no idea how to go from there to getting to their first million. And we give them the steps and the systems and the strategies that they, the way they need to think about their business is strategic. And it's different at a hundred thousand than it is at a quarter million or a half million or a million. Those are different businesses and you have to build the right foundation so you can scale it. And that's the part I really love is helping people reach that first million, because when you get there, all of a sudden your life has changed. Uh, you're in a whole new playing field. 
you know, and that is really perfect that you said that because although I, you know, I enjoy those pieces of it, it's not the area I coach women around. And we coach some very similar people because my ideal client is that woman who wants to go big, right? But I coach her more on, you know, the, the self-doubt, you right. know, the, lack the confidence, of confidence piece is really you critical. Know, yeah, the the you know having so many ideas and not being able to prioritize them. So I help them, you know, get clarity, get organization, get the self belief so that they can move forward. But I am constantly telling women, you cannot get to the next level until you have the foundation, the pieces in place that will allow you to get there. And that's where I typically see what gets in in women's way and with for my clients too because there gets to a point where you have got to be delegating to a team. You cannot do it all on your own, even though you want to, you can't, not if you want to achieve that next level. And part of first being able to delegate to other people is you have to have the systems and the processes and the procedures. What are you going to delegate if you don't have those pieces in place? So yes, that is a critical piece for any business. If they want to get beyond the foundling stages is you've got to start paying attention to those things. So I love that you're focusing on those things, JV. And that's a great segue because, um, and you can take this in any direction you like, because what I want really want to hear from you is what you're working on right now that you're really excited about. Yeah, what I'm working on is we're launching the First Million Academy. And what I identified was exactly what we we're just talking about, is that there's so many entrepreneurs, they may have 100,000 or a couple of 100,000, but they don't really know how to get to that first million. I've made well over 25 million in my businesses. And so I understand the dynamics and the systems and the ways of thinking that you have to have that differentiate you from being at that level to building a million dollar business. And so we're doing group coaching. I'm just rolling that out. And I'm so excited about it because I love uh, coaching uh, groups. We're bringing that out starting actually on my birthday, November 1st. Uh, oh. what, what a cool time to start a new program that I hope is going to impact thousands of people. And uh, then training programs that will be live. And then uh, they're going to um, then be put into a, a digital product so people can just access them on demand. And uh, the first part of the year will be uh, rolling out masterminds uh, because masterminds are incredibly important. I've been in a number of masterminds. I put masterminds together. And when you have a group, we're going to have a small groups of 10 people each mastermind. Now you begin to build bonds with those people, but you now have nine people's eyes plus the person, you know, I'll be facilitating them. Uh, who are looking at your business and when it's your turn to be in the hot seat, they have experiences and resources they can share with you and perspectives on what you're doing with your business that it's harder for you to see because you're in the midst of, of, of being in the business. They're on the outside and they can look in. And so masterminds are extremely powerful. So I'm very excited about the the first million academy that we're we're building. I, I want it to it literally impact over 20, 30 years. I want to have a million people who've been impacted by it. And so I'm thinking in big scale and and asking big questions about how do we build it in a way that so many people can get access to the quality programs we're developing. One, that is very cool. I'm going to come back to that in a moment, but this episode is going live on October 26th. So I'm going to just a bit prematurely wish you a very happy birthday that oh, well, is coming you. up. Thank you. So that is amazing. And 
Yes. For those of you who are listening, if you know hitting your first million is your goal, there is nothing like being surrounded by people who have the same goal that you have and being supported by people who've already done it. So if that's your goal, you have got to get in touch with JV and his team and be a part of that community. Well, and Jody, thank you. Thank you very much for that. And it, and however, I do want to also emphasize that the thing that's unique about every person who comes to Conscious Millionaire, anytime I get an email, anytime I pick up the phone and, and do a coaching call with someone, they always very focused on, I want to make a difference with my life. I want to leave a mark on the world. I want to know that I have a legacy that comes out of the work I've done as a business owner or a coach or an entrepreneur. And, that's what I really love about the conscious millionaire uh, people that come in is that they all, all have this like-mindedness of, I want to make a lot of money, but I want to make a lot of money in a way that really matters. It's not yeah. just the money. It's, it's the meaning part that is equally important for people. And I think that's when you get actually your biggest fulfillment out of what you're doing is that at the end of the day, you said, I help David and I help Sally and I help Judy and their lives and their businesses are different because of how I help them. Amen. And you're talking to the right community because just from the conversations I've had with the women who've reached out to me and those who've joined the private group, man, they, they are, they have big dreams and they are up to changing the world, but in a way that like supports everybody to achieve their dreams as well. So we, we have similar missions there, my friend and JV, if you could, cause I'm very curious, like what motivates you and, you know, inspires you day by day. If you could share with us a success quote or a mantra that you have and why it has meaning for you. Well, I'm going to uh, quote now one of my mentors, who's a, who's a guy, Gary Ryan Blair, and his book is everything counts. And that constantly reminds me of how every second in our lives, every decision, every feeling, every thing that we do in our business and our personal lives, that everything does count. And I take that and transform it into the question that I want to give you listening today. Do you want to make a small ripple or a small wave with your life, or do you want it to be a big wave? Well, if you want it to be a big wave, the fastest way to get there is to connect with a lot of people that when you're doing your work, you're impacting them and you choose people who are going to go out and impact other people. And that's how we really build our big waves in lives. It's through all the people we come in contact with, both our strategic partners and our clients. And then we influence them and then they go influence other people and it keeps going out and out. And that becomes the the big wave that we want to create. Everything does count. Everything counts. Amen. Love it. And JV, you've got us all excited. So tell us how this community can connect with you. Well, I'd like to give everybody a free gift. Um, I, I love to give gifts on my sh podcast. At the beginning of every podcast, I give away a gift. Uh, and then every one of my uh, guests also gives away a gift. So they have an opportunity on my podcast to get two gifts every uh, episode. Uh, and we're six days a week. So that's a lot of gifts that we give in a, yeah. <laughs> we give in a week, which is, is kind of fun. It's like Christmas. Uh, I feel like the Oprah Club, and I wish I had time to get all the gifts myself. Because, <laughs> but then I'm doing the, uh, the episodes. Uh, I'm doing about eight shows a week between my shows and, and on average, uh, being a guest on other shows. So that's a, 
that's a lot of shows to be doing. Uh, but I love doing the shows. So I want to give you a gift. Uh, I want to give you a gift worth $126. And I want to really encourage you to go get this if you want to grow and build your business. So you're going to get two things. You're going to get the fast track training. And the fast track training is 16 videos, audios, PDF downloads. It's a, com- a companion journal. It goes along with my book. My book's Conscious Millionaire, Grow Your Business by Making a Difference. There have been over 50,000 downloads from Amazon, and I was really fortunate. Uh, I'll tell you, Jody, it only lasts for six hours, but six hours is a long time on Amazon. I was My book was number one in 34 categories, including multiple countries at the same time. And I want to give you that book for free as well. So when you go to ConsciousMillionaire.com forward slash free book, You will get an email. It'll give you a link to download the digital copy of the book, and it'll give you a link. It was to get into the Conscious uh, Millionaire Fast Track training. You don't have to pay any fee. It's going to take you to a special landing page, and you'll be able to sign up and get in automatically. So I encourage you to do that. There are 14 chapters in the book, over 100 coaching exercises, and then you've got the videos and the audio. So you've got a complete training program that goes along with all of it. And the entire book is about how do you build and grow a a business that's highly profitable and makes a positive difference in the world. Sweet. We love free stuff, JV. I love free stuff too. I'm I'm a free monger. Like where are my free coupons? I'm always, they send me the coupons, you know, and you go, oh, wow, I like this. This is cool. I'm, I'm, I'm coming, right? It's very cool. There's no shame in loving It's like I go to all these farmer's markets. And, and I buy my uh, vegetables there because they're so much better. I mean, they're just, the taste is so much more incredible. But I got to yeah. say, I go to every booth and get all the free samples, right? <laughs> that's, the, <laughs> that's half the fun. That's half the fun, sampling. absolutely. <laughs> and for those of you listening and laughing along with us, you know you can find all the links and resources shared in this episode at womentakingthelead.com. I have several other links where you can find JV as also, but scoop up that free book and the free training. You're going to love it. And JV, thank you so much for sharing your wisdom with us today. We are all better for having met you. Oh, well, thank you so much. It was an honor being on the show. And I just want to say, uh, you know, my challenge for you today is to go out and and ask yourself, how can I make a bigger wave with my life? How can I make a bigger wave with my business? Because I think that's why you're on the planet, to make a big wave. Your website tells a story about your business. At Zebra Love Web Solutions, Millie and her team are going to make sure your website tells the story you want your customers to hear. Connect with Millie at zebralovewebsolutions.com to create the impression you want to make. Thank you for joining me on Women Taking the Lead. Are you ready to take the lead in your own life but need some support? Head over to womentakingthelead.com forward slash contact to introduce yourself. And to strengthen you on your leadership journey, I'd like to send you off with a quote from Marianne Williamson. Our deepest fear is not that we are inadequate. Our deepest fear is that we are powerful beyond measure. It is our light, not our darkness, that most frightens us. We ask ourselves, who am I to be brilliant, gorgeous, talented, fabulous? Actually, who are you not to be? You are a child of God. Your playing small does not serve the world. There is nothing enlightened about shrinking so that other people won't feel insecure around you. We are all meant to shine as children do. 
We were born to make manifest the glory of God that is within us. It's not just in some of us, it's in everyone. And as we let our own light shine, we unconsciously give other people permission to do the same. As we are liberated from our own fear, our presence automatically liberates others. Again, thank you for joining with me, and here's to your success.